This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 296 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I've upgraded my house to having it upstairs, three side, three rooms, and we'll see what happens next week. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Is Your Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our retro review as we finish up Pandemic Month. Marcellus's pick, Resident Evil, colon, Apocalypse. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing in the world of Corona? Marcellus. My Corona. Um, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, another week down. Uh, I finally got my copy of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in a mail. And I watched it, and it's it's still amazing. I actually watched all of the trilogy, all of the uh, the sequel trilogy this week, and uh, I fell. Now that I know how the story ends, like now that I know that Ray and Kylo, spoiler alert, are uh, dyads of the Force, it makes the other two movies so much better. Like when you see them like back to back, when you see like their connection. Uh, I know these three movies weren't planned. But having that ending makes the whole thing a lot better to me. They're still not good. They're still not like amazing, amazing movies. But uh, I've come to terms with them. I love them. And that's all thanks to Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, I had a good week. You're insane. You're it's insane. okay. I mean, we love you, but you're insane. You've been cooped up in the house too long. You're insane. That movie's awesome. <laughs> all right, Aubrey, how about you? How is the quarantine going? Um, It's going. Uh, all my classes switched to virtual instruction, so I'm just navigating how to do like painting and submit pictures of my paintings and stuff and uh, all that stuff. I haven't really done much. I haven't left the house, so that's good. You're not supposed and, to leave the house, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. They um, they did a stay at home thing for Virginia. It's not as like strict as some places. And we're still like, oh, if you got to go grocery shopping, you know, go grocery shopping. You got to go to the pharmacy, go to the pharmacy. You want to work out, go run outside. Um, they're like, but yeah, we advise you to stay home. Um, so, you know, I haven't really done much, but I also don't want to chance the, the stupid people that are going out. I don't want to be around them. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been kind of nice, though. I've been uh, practicing my whole life for this moment. And here we are. <laughs> now I don't. Now I don't have to leave the house. I don't have to talk to people. It's fantastic. And I did curbside pickup for uh, Noah's tortoise. The uh, bulb burnt out in his basking part of his uh, terrarium. And so I did curbside pickup at PetSmart and curbside pickup at GameStop. I was like, this is fantastic. I hope life never goes back to normal. <laughs> I don't even have to get out of my car. I just call them. They bring it to my car. It's awesome. <laughs> Aubrey's the queen of social distancing. <laughs> I right. am. This is my calling. <laughs> and how are you doing, Joey? How was your week? Um, I mean, my life is almost exactly the same as it was before Corona Madness because I'm an essential employee. So I go to work and I come home and sleep. That's really about it. Work still absolutely but fuckingly insane. I think we got in like 200 pieces of toilet paper, like boxes of different toilet papers, so like packages of six rolls or 12 rolls or whatever the other night. And it came in the next day and it was all gone. Of course it was. <laughs> like not, none of it was still there. I couldn't believe it. Because it always seems like it's slowing down a little bit and then something happens and then it gets crazy again. So, yeah, I mean, work's just been crazy. And uh, 
I just am not working at my second job. So I have a little bit of time to watch stuff and play some video games. I've been playing, uh, my wife just bought me Resident Evil 2 for PS4. So I've been working through that and, uh, just Star Wars Jedi Order on PS4 as well. So it's been fun. It's been, uh, it's been cool. Uh, just you know, hanging out. But enough about us and certainly enough about coronavirus. Marcellus, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find some movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our So Wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. You click on that big uh, A, the Amazon logo. You do your shopping, you receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our show. Uh, you can order lots of things from Amazon. Toilet paper, face mask, whatever you want. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're on YouTube. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can donate and uh, receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. A uh, shout out to all of our fellow podcasting buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. All right. Now, you know, normally this is the part of the show where we have some news and Mark plays a sound drop that delineates. We have news. But honestly, the way things have been going lately, uh, do we even have any news to talk about, Mark? Uh, We have one news item and then like a partial news item. All right. All right. Okay. I wasn't going to make you play a sound drop, but if you got more than one thing, let's do it. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, we got a trailer for a movie Woo-hoo. that's going to be coming out. Hard, hard to believe. <laughs> They're still making a movies movie these days. coming out? <laughs> in a movie theater? Yeah, well, this one probably won't come to, uh, at least in America. It'll come to theaters, but probably, probably not here. And, you know, what a perfect movie in this post-apocalyptic time that we live in. Uh, we are getting another sequel, or at least a spinoff, from the hit movie Train to Busan. Uh, this one is called Peninsula, and it's from the same director. Uh, and this one kind of looks like, based on a trailer, it looks like what Aliens was to the original Alien movie. It's faster, it's more intense, gunfire, big epic scenes. Uh, this director looks like he is uh, in a, a toy box with all of the toys and he's just gonna go ham on it so i think the trailer looks amazing uh, i like his style and i'm very interested to see how he navigates his way through more zombies with uh this type of uh this type of storytelling this type of fast-paced uh, gunfire storytelling so i'm psyched for it i'm not sure when it's coming out but uh it supposedly should be coming out i think by the end of this year but yeah i'm, I'm psyched for it what do you guys think of the trailer uh let's start with aubrey I don't really care. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You didn't like Train to Busan. Look forward to. I don't. I don't really feel like I look forward to anything these days because <laughs> I don't believe it's ever going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. I don't really like. Oh, that that's nice. Never going to happen. <laughs> well, they already filmed it, so it's maybe it'll it'll just come out on Disney Plus at some point. Uh, <laughs> At some point, it's your solution to everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, Joey, what about you, man? What did you think of the trailer? Well, I loved the first movie. Um, Aubrey, you probably never saw that, huh? No. I don't know if it's too scary for you or not. Do you remember, Mark? Hmm. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's too. No, I think Aubrey can handle it. Yeah, if she's handled these past pandemic movies, I think she she should be able to handle that. Yeah, I was. I was just kind of thinking through my head and i don't remember anything that was scary well i mean obviously it's a horror movie but i don't remember anything like 
being like, ah, and I couldn't sleep for like a week or something right. after watching it. So, I mean, if you can handle everything else we've just watched for the last three weeks, I'm pretty sure you'll be okay. But man, well, maybe maybe pandemic month two in a few months when we're still <laughs> searching for movies to watch. Um, <laughs> we'll add that one in. But yeah, I love that movie. Um, I've been looking forward to this sequel for a while. And it looks like, like you said, it's the aliens to alien to this movie or the, uh, you know, break into electric boogaloo <laughs> to its break in. Um, I'm just really excited to see what they got coming up. And yeah, I mean, it was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little bit of a weird feeling to see the trailer. And it's like, the world is dead. <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know that feel, bro. I know that feel, you know, as Cardi B would say, you know, it's getting real. That's right. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Shit is real. I find myself walking around work saying that nonstop. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> um yeah i I mean it looks cool it looks like everything's ramped up to 11 in this one from the first one so we'll see um i I haven't watched the first one in like probably like two or three years so i'm not sure there's are returning characters or not but well from the the only from the way that the trailer made it look it was like uh train of busan presents peninsula so exactly so it's it's like connected but not really connected all right, there's no trains, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not in Busan. That's right. <laughs> you think if I was hoping it was going to be train, and then the number two Busan, <laughs> but it's train to Busan presents Hobbs and Shaw. Got it. All right, cool. Yeah, so I mean, I'm in. I would expect us to be doing this on the show eventually when uh, it comes out, but we're gonna have to get Aubrey to see the first one first. So we'll see when uh, Pandemic Month Two with a Vengeance comes out. Uh, in a couple months, because there's not going to be any other fucking movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't see us stopping Pandemic Month for a couple months. <laughs> I miss pandemic. going to the movies so bad. I miss going to the movies a lot. I gotta tell you guys, I miss it a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. Believe it or not, I thought I would be, you know, like you know, scratching at the door trying to get out to get into a theater, but I'm okay with it. I'm fine not going to the movies for a while. My wallet is okay with it. Hell yeah. But I mean, that's just like something me and the kids always did, you know, whether it was just me and my daughter or all three of us, me and my son and my daughter, um, you know, like Black Widow just got a new release date. See if that sticks. Um, And I when they announced it, I'm like, man, that was going to come out next month. And I was like, we were all really looking forward to it. And it's like, who are we going to do this summer? (laughs) (laughs) Sit in the house and stare at each other some more. So. You know, I have a, you know, at the at Cinemark, they let you buy these um, reusable buckets. Uh, you know, you buy them once and you can use oh, them. Oh, you're the sucker that buys I, those. Dude, I, I buy that shit every year. I have like a ton of them. But this year, <laughs> I have that bucket is just looking at me, mocking me. Like, uh, you're not going anywhere. I'm just going to sit here and collect dust. So, yeah, I feel, I feel, I don't feel bad about not going to the movies. I do feel bad about not eating a, a trough of popcorn every week. Get um, make your own like get some popcorn in the microwave and just put it in the thing so you feel better. Yeah, I know, and I have done that. I did that when I watched Star Wars, but it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 popcorn at the movie theater is just different. I don't know if it's better, but it's different. It's not the same in the microwave. It's a different machine. We have a popcorn machine at Josh's house, so we just use that. Yeah, there you go. So if I mail you my bucket, can you like fill it with popcorn and mail it back to me? Can you just mail in some butter? Do you have any, like, <laughs> whatever that weird butter goop is that they use? Lard. <laughs> That's right. Mark, why don't you go get some Crisco and melt, melt it down? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, anyway, yeah. Peninsula. Uh, it's coming out. It's supposed to be released uh, at the end of this summer in uh, Hong Kong. So, we'll see when we get it. Uh, if you are a fan of Train of Busan, uh, the director was actually, before he got into live action, he did uh, animated movies, and he did make an uh, anime uh, called Soul Station that is kind of shows the outbreak from Train of Busan from the beginning. Uh, it has a whole other story with different characters. It's another, like, Train of Busan Presents, uh, and it's very depressing. Wait, it, it was what? <laughs> it was. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? Yeah, it's an anime. Uh, and he has more 
animes too so uh yeah it's called soul station i know it's on it's been on a few different streaming apps it might be on hulu um, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but uh, you could definitely see the film director doing his zombie thing in, in a different medium, which I thought was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll get ready for Peninsula. All right. So then the next thing, and then this isn't this is like the little half a story. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in, in talks to star and produce uh, adaptation of the hit video game Dragon's Lair. And it's a this is a really old video game. It was a, a arcade game that incorporated 2D animation uh, inside of the video game itself, uh, I, I think it ran off a laser disc in the in a machine. In the machine, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, I do remember actually trying to play this game, like when I was a kid, and I just I sucked at it. I mean, I sucked at all video games, but I really sucked at this one, and it was frustrating because it's like a it's a animated movie, and I wanted to watch the movie, <laughs> and my character died. I'm like, oh well, shit. I, I still want to watch this. So, uh, so yeah, I I really sucked at the game. Um, but Ryan Reynolds seems to be the video game guy between Pikachu and a uh, free guy. Um, he seems to be the the video game guy. I think he might be a good fit for that that character. I remember him being kind of a a goofball, a knight that was uh, trying to save a Dansmo in distress. Uh, but yeah, Dragon's Lair is uh, Ryan Reynolds probably going to star in it. It looks like it's going to be a Netflix film. So I don't know. I, I think it could be kind of cool. Uh, what do you think about live action Dragon Slayer, Joey? Um, first of all, I also, God, now I don't want to say that I played it because you were like, oh, it's really old game. Well, (laughs) I remember when it was, that makes me sound really old. (laughs) I remember when that game was brand new and I was a kid. Yes. Me, me too. (laughs) Hashtag me too. Um, the game itself, I was in the same boat as you. So it was Aubrey, it was all quick time events. I remember um, I've seen it referenced in quite a few movies and stuff. I have seen it like once or twice in my life, but never actually played it. Yeah, the whole game is quick time events. You have to move the controller, the controller, Jesus, move the joystick um, towards like flashing lights at the right moment. And that triggers you continuing on or kills you. Um, I played it maybe once as a kid. And the only reason... I played it was because obviously it looks really cool, but it cost four tokens to play once. <laughs> That's right. That was like one of the most expensive games there. That was. That was the most expensive game at the arcade. Um, so basically, God, we should explain how arcades worked to our uh, listeners too. They might be too old, but you would go to the arcade and you would put like a dollar or five dollars into the uh, changer and it would spit out tokens so basically a 25 cents was one token (laughs) so if you had five dollars you had you know five dollars worth of tokens but if if you spent four on one game and then you died within 30 seconds like you were asked out like four of your tokens already so i played it once for the novelty of it i watched some other people play it but i never got anywhere in that game so i mean it just depends on what they're doing with it i'm assuming it's going to be like some sort of comedy maybe they're going to play with um the fact that he dies like all the time (laughs) Yeah. So it could be kind of cool to show all those different deaths um, and him just constantly trying over and over and over and over again, kind of like a Groundhog's Day type thing to save her. But um, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this. It's weird to pull such an old game like out of the fucking mothballs for some reason. Like whose idea was that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like who has a, a, a Dragon's Lair like arcade game at their house? And they're like, oh, this would make a really good movie. Somebody it was that probably Ryan Reynolds. Is yeah. <laughs> well, somebody that works at Netflix has to be like me and Mark's age because they they you know they have a Voltron cartoon reboot, She-Ra, He-Man reboots coming, um, <laughs> and now they're doing a Dragon's Lair movie. Somebody has some pull at Netflix that's like a huge '80s nerd somewhere that's getting all this stuff done. But hey, if it's successful, maybe they'll do a Space Ace uh, movie as a sequel. So. All right, now, was Space Ace like Dragon Slayer? Was it another animated video game? Yeah, it was literally played exactly the same, except it was a sci-fi adventure. Uh, also, four tokens. Never played it. <laughs> All right, so, Aubrey, I know you're a big Ryan Reynolds fan. Are you excited to see him in a comedy as a knight that's uh, trying to save a, a princess? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like he's been overused lately, and it's kind of ruining it for me. Ah. Uh. So I guess we'll see. All right. All right. Well, they haven't fully announced uh, when it's coming out. This is all just kind of like half news. But 
don't know. We'll see. We'll see. They did turn that video game into a, a Saturday morning cartoon. So I actually did get my wish to watch it instead of playing it, and I never watched it. So, <laughs> so, so maybe so. I'm, I'm sure it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it was just as good as Pole Position and uh, Rubik's Cube cartoons. <laughs> oh God! And Cubert. Uh, right. So yeah. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all that happened this week in the news that wasn't pandemic related. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk all about our final movie for pandemic month, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. And we're back. All right, guys. Markellis' pick for Pandemic Month, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Uh, have you guys seen this before? Aubrey. When it first came out, I believe I watched a little bit of it. Okay. And uh, Markellis, I'm going to assume you've seen this before. Believe it or not, I have not seen this before. I saw the first what? one, but I had never seen this one. Wow. Okay. This is going to be interesting. I saw this in the movie theater. I think I may have mentioned this before in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't, but I did see it in the movie theater when it first came out. And I went with a uh, you know, good friend of the show, Amanda, who is, I'm just right now thinking about asking her to go see Resident Evil Apocalypse. It's making me have a panic attack. So. <laughs> um, I don't, I guess I had bigger balls back in the day, but um yeah, I can't imagine what she thought of this movie, but uh, yeah, so I had seen it before. Obviously, I've played the games. Resident Evil is one of my favorite um, video game franchises of all time. I think part two is probably the best one of my top five games of all time. Aubrey, you're a huge Resident Evil fan of the games. <laughs> no, I didn't really ever play them. What? Yeah, I mean, zombies aren't really my thing. Um, and scariness isn't really my thing. <laughs> so it was, there was no real draw for me to want to play them. I did own some of them, and then I never, never played, played them. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. And Mark, is it fair to assume you've never played a single Resident Evil video game in your life? That is a very fair assumption. I've never played a single Resident Evil game ever. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's fine, but I've I've tried to put it off as long as possible. But now we have to talk about the movie. <laughs> All right, well, guys, we'll do uh, non-spoilers to start. As always, Mark Hells will drop the spoiler drop, and then we'll spoil a sixteen-year-old uh, movie. Aubrey, what did you think of Resident Evil: Colon Apocalypse? I was pretty upset with Mark. <laughs> I, found... <laughs> I found myself wondering, like. Did I not pick a bad enough movie? Like, I thought we were picking good pandemic movies. <laughs> it was never a prerequisite for it to be good. It just but, happened to be that me and you picked good movies. Yeah. I was really upset with Mark. It's like, what the hell, man? And I gave you a really good movie, and you gave me this crap. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, this was your first time watching it. What did you think? Resident Evil Apocalypse. Well, I had really low expectations for this movie because <laughs> I did see the first one and I remember the trailers from all the other ones. Uh, and I have to say, for what it was, I was entertained by it. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but I you got three stars like Bloodshot. <laughs> I give it four stars. <laughs> No, no, it was. It, I I was expecting it to be like a horrific train wreck, and I actually was able to like follow the plot and kind of understand what was going on, and you know, it had some some cool fight scenes, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. All right. Um, <laughs> so there's two levels to this movie. As a movie, it's fucking awful. 
it's really bad. Like it's worse than I remember it being. No, I knew it was bad. I remember thinking it was shit when I saw it. And there was a reason why I never really saw the other ones in the movie theater. I, I remember I watched one after this. I don't know what one they're not numbered. <laughs> so like, I don't know which one is which after this. I know this, this is the second one, but I don't know what the other ones are. So there was one after this one where she's like in the desert on a bus. Yep. But I don't know what number that is. I know it's not the last one because I didn't see that one, but no, I don't that, know if is it, that's, that's the three, next one. That's four, yeah, five? That one's three. Okay. So I saw that one, I think on Netflix or something at some point, And that was the only other one I saw. So, um, yeah. So on a level of, of a movie, like as a normal person would sit down and watch a movie, this is fucking awful. No. Um, as a fan of the games, this is fucking awful. <laughs> no way. As a uh, person that enjoys, you know, as a, as a connoisseur of terrible movies, uh, this is perfect. <laughs> it's so bad. It is so bad. And and we'll get into why as once we get into spoilers. But yeah, this is like face meltingly awful. No way. Yes way, Ted. Yes way. Um, there's not really any way to discuss it without getting into spoilers. So Markel, drop the drop and let's spoil Resident Evil apocalypse spoiler alert i had seen the future and i had to prevent it all right fam aubrey there has to all right so we'll start with things we liked it's <laughs> gonna be a really quick one for you aubrey what were things you liked about this movie uh M- mila Jokovic. <laughs> you're Jokovic. like struggling you're struggling even <laughs> for words you're like uh um she is very pretty yes. uh other than that the graphics were good. Like the the actual creatures were kind of cool. The practical nemesis. Yeah, and I'm sure that the action scenes would have been cool if the rest of the movie didn't suck. Um, like those scenes are shot really well. Uh, but in this movie and with this storyline and such, it sucks. And uh, that's all I can come up with. <laughs> all right we appreciate you having a couple things um <laughs> mark Ellis, how about you you seem to like this movie a lot more than the rest of us what did what are some things you liked uh i like i said before it just seemed like a very simple enjoyable action movie yeah i don't get how it's like face meltingly bad like i've seen like dragon wars like that's a horrible movie this one at I least, love dragon wars <laughs> what are you talking about this one at least has a plot it's cheesy as hell it's super cheesy. It's like a B minus movie, but it it's it does what it's supposed to do. It's like very very low aiming action movie. Very low, <laughs> <laughs> and I was fine with it. And, and it, it visually, I thought it had some. It looks like it had it had some more money than the first one. It looked like it had a bigger budget. There was lots of violence in it, so I thought that was cool. And yeah, Mila like kicking ass. I thought was really cool. Uh, there was an actress in there named. Sandra Holt or San Sandarina Holt, who I just thought was beautiful. I had a super crush on her. So I was psyched to see her in a movie. What did she play? She played she was one of the few women that didn't kick ass. She was like a, a reporter, I think, that was in a church with him. Oh, and the, the kids ate her. Yeah, and the kids ate her, which I was pissed. <laughs> but I liked her. I was like I was hoping she was gonna stick around. Yeah, I like her. Uh but yeah, yeah, I I I don't know. I I'd never played the video games. So I don't really have like a um, a basis of comparison. And whenever something happened, I just assumed that was because of the video game. Like the guy named Oliver, Oliveira, whatever that dude's name is, that jumped out of the, the helicopter with two guns and was firing to kill zombies. I just assume he's a video game character because they made like a big deal of him. And um, Jill Valentine, I'm just going to assume she's a video game character too because they made like a big deal of her entrance. Like people were supposed to be like, Ooh, and I'm, man, it didn't really work for me, but I, I she's, I, she's one of the main characters in the games. <laughs> d- does Mila Jojovich character. Is she in the games? Well, yeah, she is. Her name's Alice. No. Wait, what? no, she's not no. even in the game. Get she's the not fuck in the games out of here. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me if I picked up a resident evil video game right now, there isn't there... a character named Alice. No. Nope. <laughs> Alice is based off of the your character. See, I I read about Resident Evil because I wanted a basis for what I was watching. 
And Alice is supposed to be your character. Yeah, but your character in the first game is either Chris or Jill. Yeah, I I can't explain what they did. <laughs> in the second game, it's either Leon or Claire. So like, so and then in the third game, you play as Jill again. So there's there's no Alice. There's no yeah. Alice isn't even an amalgamation of characters. There there's no fucking Alice in the Resident Evil game. Oh my god, you just broke my heart. <laughs> 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 the entire storyline with Alice is a clone or whatever the fuck that she is. They yeah. keep her in a, in a vat of jelly or whatever they do with her. There's nothing to do with the games. Oh, no. Why oh. do you think I hate these fucking movies, Mark? <laughs> I thought for sure I would have put money down that if I played the video games, there's a storyline with Alice and they were trying to not keep with that storyline, but you know, trying to do their kind of like twist on the Alice storyline. So yeah, the fact that there's no character named Alice in Resident Evil, that means this whole thing is like based, it's based on a, a foundation of lies. Damn it. Yep. Yep. The yes. Resident Evil movies are a house of lies. <laughs> that being said, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> well, um, you know, for me, first of all, uh, I like the fact that Jill is in the movie. Uh, I like the fact that <laughs> They have her in her outfit for Resident from Resident Evil Three, regardless of how impractical it is. That's the first. That's one of my notes. Where's Jill Valentine's clothes? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I was you know really what? mad about that. So I also researched that, and then I was like, "That's the costume they use." Figures. They were aiming right for the video game fans. They were they, aiming uh, right for the men. They. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, in the first in the, in Resident Evil Three, well, in the first Resident Evil, she's you know she's a member of Stars, so she's you know in tactical gear. But in the third one, she's in a mini skirt and a tube top the entire game. <laughs> so, and it's it's fine, it's fine. You know, it's just funny that they 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 don't really follow anything from the games at all except for that. <laughs> okay, um, but she's loin achingly hot in this movie. <laughs> I, I looked her up on IMDb and she's barely been, I think she was in one more Resident Evil movie and then just a bunch of other random like episodes of TV shows, which makes me sad because she is smoking hot in this movie, like distractingly hot. And obviously Milla Jovovich is really hot too. Um, there's a lot of really cool action scenes in the movie and we'll get into that a little more in a second, but the action scenes as presented are cool. Um, it's just, that's about it for that. <laughs> I did it. I, I'm happy that nemesis was practical, um, as an effect, cause, uh, <laughs> we'll get into, again, we'll get into that in a few seconds, but, uh, anytime there were practical effects, they look pretty good, especially for a B grade movie. So I wasn't complaining there, but that's about all I liked about it. How about you, Aubrey, for things he didn't like about resident <laughs> evil apocalypse? I don't like Alice. <laughs> um, I think Mila Jovovich is really pretty and whatnot, um, but that's the extent of it. I think that Alice is overhyped. I get annoyed with her because she just has this, like, I'm an empowering badass woman, but I don't actually exist in the real thing. So that really deters me from liking her. I like consistency with the material that you are creating on. So to create a whole new character just because she's a female and you're going to make her look attractive to try to sell movies just pisses me off. <laughs> and then I thought that the storyline was really stupid. <laughs> and, uh, it just annoyed the guy. It was like an action movie that a 12 year old was filming. Whoa. And then they were like, Let's have some motorcycles. Let's have her do a backflip from the motorcycles. Let's have her just shoot things. Let's have her jump in at the right time and save everybody. That's stupid. I can't <laughs> I can't get behind that. I feel like it was very dull and I couldn't like what what was she doing with the motorcycle where she just like lets the motorcycle drive into these creatures in the church? I hated it. I really hated it. <laughs> it made me furious. <laughs> I had to watch this movie because I was like, this is so aggravating that it, it was obvious what they were aiming for and what they were trying to sell. 
And for somebody like me, it just makes me angry. See, I like the story. I thought the story was, I thought it did what it was supposed to do. There's an evil corporation. They're keeping the people out. There's a scientist who has a daughter who's lost in a city and he hires Alice to go get his daughter. So it turns into like a rescue mission. I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. I agree with you with the motorcycle and the monsters. I absolutely agree with you on that. Super cheesy. But um, I, I just assume that's what she did in the video game. My heart is broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark Ellis, how about you? So how about some things you didn't like about the movie? Uh, yeah, some of the cheesy stuff was really cheesy. Uh, when the guy jumps out of the helicopter, there's a, a lady being chased by zombies and she grows them to the roof of the building and he jumps out of the helicopter. He, they're flying by. He see, he looks down, he sees her. He jumps out of the helicopter with two guns, shoots the zombies. And I'm like, yeah, this is stupid, but it's cool at the same time. It's like John Woo action. And then the lady just kills herself anyway. <laughs> he goes through a little trouble to save her life and she just jumps off the building anyway. <laughs> like, what the fuck was the point of that? There um, was no point. <laughs> and I swear. She was in heels in a business suit. <laughs> And she's screaming with her arms up in the air, mm. going back and forth, going ah, uh, looking back, going ah. Uh, I couldn't, no. And if I watch one more zombie movie where a person wakes up in a hospital and are by themselves, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> <laughs> no more waking up in a hospital during a zombie apocalypse. Can we just cross that off the, uh, off the list right now? Um, again, my girl getting eaten by uh, kids. That sucked. <laughs> I did not like that at all. And yeah, the Nemesis, I, like I said, I, I assumed that the Nemesis character was from the video games. Nemesis is from the game. Okay. Uh, and he, he doesn't work like that in the game, though. So. so he doesn't have like a rocket launcher that he... <laughs> um, he all right, so he does. But in the games, he, it's, he's, it's not so telegraphed. So the whole caveat of Nemesis in Resident Evil 3 is that you play as Jill in a tube top and skirt um, trying to escape the city. It takes place concurrent with part two. So while part two is happening, you're also trapped in the city trying to get out. Mm -hmm. Um, They release Nemesis, which is a monster made specifically to kill members of stars. And then he just appears randomly throughout the game. So you could just be going on your way in the game doing your mission or your objective that you need to do, and he'll just burst through a wall and attack you. So it's supposed to be like keep you on edge throughout the whole game. You have no idea where he's going to show up. So he doesn't like slowly lumber along and then walk up to you or anything. Now, when everyone, when whenever anyone says stars, is that from this video game? Is that where it came from? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's where Nemesis is. Is I was like stars <laughs> because when he said it, I'm like, wait a minute, is that where they came from? I, yes, I, I learned something. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, the cheesiness was dialed up to 11 as far as the cheesiness factor goes, but I just took it in stride. I was totally fine with it. But yeah, those were my only real issues with it. Well, um, well, I obviously my main problem with these movies is that they aren't even remotely related to the games. Um, that really bothers me as a huge fan of the games. Uh, what really bothers me about it is back in the day before they made the first one, uh, George Romero was writing the script for it. And it was supposed to be based on the first game with Claire, or sorry, with uh, Jill and Chris in the mansion. And then they scrapped all that and threw it out and made whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> so then, of course, that movie makes money. And now we're stuck with uh, Mila and her husband uh, making these god awful movies. And um, so, you know, when people complain about Ray being a Mary Sue in Star Wars. Yeah. I don't think they've ever watched these movies before because this is like what a real Mary Sue is like. It's the the perfect character. She can do no wrong. She's tougher than everyone, badder than everyone, uh, better fighter, better gun shooter, everything, for lack of a better term. Like everything she does, she's the best at. Like great. Really, really ups the stakes for the movie. Um, and it the whole movie feels like somebody thought up these cool action scenes. And put them on a table on index cards and then like just rearrange them a whole bunch and wrote a movie around them. Yep. That's how most action movies are made, or at least that's how most Tom Cruise action movies are made. The, uh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, that in, if I just sat down on YouTube and watched like a, like 
minute and a half clip of like say her running down the building and fighting <laughs> uh the guards with a baton like yeah that looks cool but like in the context of the movie it's freaking retarded <laughs> doesn't even make sense so like that really really bothers me about the movie um also it's terrible <laughs> the storyline is terrible and uh why does umbrella have a giant wall and like fully armed militarized like security officers that can control the population of a city. Wouldn't the police do that? I don't know. I kind of turn my brain off when there's like a giant monster with a rocket launcher walking around the city. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the city's already overrun with zombies at that point, so a giant monster is fine, but like I don't, like on whose authority is Umbrella working? Like is the mayor like say there's something going on in your town, like does the mayor call like people at an office building and they have their own paramilitary organization that, <laughs> that controls things. Or do they call the police? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, could there at least have been like one 30 second scene of like somebody from umbrella telling a police officer, we'll handle it from here or something. Like, just explain why they have their own like military well, isn't, and everything's, isn't everyone's um, okay with it. Is an umbrella like a security company to begin with? Like, isn't that their whole thing? No, it's that a they do biotech security? company. Oh, oh, and Alice just works security for the biotech company. Yes. Okay. No, no, there's something else. There's, I feel like there's the umbrella company, but then there's like a, a, they're like a small part of a bigger corporation or there's a smaller part of the umbrella corporation that does like the, the testing and uh, the evil experiments and stuff. No. (laughs) No. All right. I'll figure it out. I don't think you will. (laughs) (laughs) So I think you're going to be disappointed <laughs> by what you find. Which yeah, is I don't. Nothing. I don't mind. I don't mind that idea. It's just like, could they have taken thirty seconds to explain why uh, the hive? The hive is the company that works under the umbrella company that does all of the experiments and stuff. That's what it is. See, I didn't know what I'm talking. <laughs> right. So that's annoying, and I don't know. It was why? Why were there zombie hookers in the movie? There was? I don't remember Why? that part. Yeah, you remember, uh, what's his name? I want to say Omar Epps. That might not oh, be the Mike, right actor. Mike Epps. Mike Epps, yeah. Um, was driving down the street and there were like zombie prostitutes. Ah, uh, that was another thing I was thinking when watching this. I was like, why do all zombie movies have to have like zombies with boobs hanging out? Like, what is this? Hmm. Why is there always got to be a naked woman zombie? <laughs> It's what the people like. It's what the kids demand. So, yeah, I thought this movie was fucking awful. And that's all I got to say about that. So, any final thoughts on uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Aubrey, before we uh, wrap it up? No. Will you will, will you be watching part three, four, five, and six? Unfortunately, I think I'll have to. I won't be happy about it, but I think I'll have to. What about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, um, well, okay, so a couple of things. I actually did like the fact that Alice, uh, sacrificed herself to save the little girl at the end. I thought that was cool. Even though she did, it did lead right into the next movie. And I liked the, um, I liked the fact that I hadn't seen part one in, like, probably like a decade, more than that. Uh, but part two starts off with a nice recap of part one. So I really enjoyed that. Because my original pick was going to be part three. And part three has no setup at all for uh for what came before it. Like you have, they just throw you right in. They don't care about what happened before. So I was very, I'm actually very, really glad that I picked this one. But yeah, I probably will watch part three. I'll probably watch all of them. Screw it. I'm I'm, I'm already I'm this invested into it right now. Uh, I'll, I'll probably wind up watching all of them at some point. Ugh, she just get you to play one of the games instead. But okay, I I know I've seen three. So, I mean, if you guys make me, I'll watch the rest of them, but I'm not going to do it of my own free will. <laughs> uh, though they do get increasingly stupider as they go on. I, I'm trying to remember which one has, uh, fuck, maybe it's four or five, has uh, the guy that played Captain Cold on The Flash in it? Probably and four. Him and Alice fight Wesker with some of the worst like CG Matrix ripoff uh, fighting moves in the history of recorded film. So, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely four. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that might be worth a, a look as well. But finally, before again, before we score the movie, Aubrey, how long do you think you would survive in the world of Resident Evil Apocalypse? Pretty long, if all I have to do is really cheesy accent action scenes. Would you wear a blue tube top and a miniskirt? 
if it helps my chances of survival. All right, we might hold you to that. Uh, Marcellus. Uh, yeah, I think I would survive this this apocalypse. Um, the only thing that gave me kind of a gave me a step back was the creatures, like the dogs that were that Alice had were fighting inside of the church. But other than that, I think I can handle myself against anything else. I uh, think I'd be fine. You know, I don't think it would be a problem. I would just drive my motorcycle through the window of a church and then <laughs> flip it in the air and explode it on uh, some monster. I go really slow shooting two guns at one time. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it'd be fine. You know, just don't go in any room, any room with any kids, you know? Right. Awesome. So let's get a score out of five and wrap it up before we tap it up. Aubrey, what do you got out of five? A uh, 0.5. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Marcellus. Uh, I'm going to give it a two out of five. Whew. Bloodshot is safe. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to give it a 0.5, but I'm going to get an extra half a star for how hot Jill is. So that would put it at a one out of five. And that is going to do it for Pandemic Month Part One. Let's wrap it up. Aubrey. What do you got for the listeners out there in a recommendation? Uh, everybody should go check out all the sales and deals that they have right now going on for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. I just got Spyro. Um, Spyro the Dragon? Yeah, the whole uh, Reignited trilogy is only $20 on Switch. It's normally 40 so it's half off. Um, we Happy Few just got it on Steam for 15 It's normally 60 So whole bunch of sales going on on uh, steam switch playstation and xbox right now with uh the pandemic going on so cool how about you mark Ellis? uh yeah i wanted to recommend uh, a movie that's on netflix right now it's called psychokinesis it's from the director of train to busan uh, and it's a like a a comedy with uh, superpowers i guess you can say uh not his typical anime or zombie horror movie uh, but it's called Psychokinesis. It came out on Netflix 2018 from the director of Train to Busan. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, just about any podcatcher you use under the sun. We will be there. Check out our YouTube page. Go to YouTube. Search So Wizard Podcast. Free weekly exclusive content on there. Adam has been uploading. Uh, we've got some trailer reactions. We've got his streaming picks are now video. Those have moved over to YouTube as well as a Star Wars talk. Just uh, released a new one a couple days ago, too. So check that out. You can subscribe to us on Patreon. Support the show monetarily. Get extra exclusive episodes of the show. We've got our review of The Hunt coming out this month and more. The fun starts at $1 a month. Check us out on patreon.com backslash Podcast. I will recommend, if you want something to read, download the Marvel Unlimited app on your phone. And there is a ton of free comic books on there to read for uh, coronavirus. They're not about coronavirus, but because people are cooped up in their house they released a whole bunch of books for free you don't even have to log in period like you download the app the first screen says login sign up login or free comics and you just click on free comics and there they are don't have to put your name in your phone number credit card info nothing just free comics to read right there on the app uh comiXology just another app has a bunch of free books and you can get a free membership for 60 days but you do have to like sign up first and then remember to cancel it but those are uh, those are some things to do if you're bored. You can read some comics on your phone or your tablet, and it's free coming up next month. So, guys, next month on the show, which is starting next week, basically, because we don't make any sense with how we pick months. But pandemic month is over. We've been cooped up together for three, four weeks, and now we all hate each other. So that brings us to I Hate You Now Watch Month. Uh, if you are new to the show, you don't know what that means. We have a semi-irregular feature called I Hate You Now Watch, where we each pick a terrible movie and subject the other host to watching it and reviewing it. So we're going to do a whole month of that, culminating in a special crossover with Cult 45 Podcast for one of the worst movies ever made, which we'll reveal later on. But what did you guys pick for your movie, Aubrey? Dino King. All right, what the hell is Dino King? 
You shall see. <laughs> Can you like at least give us like a hint about what the fuck this is? It follows the life of a baby dinosaur. Christ. After his family is killed. Oh, all right. Um, and that is free on YouTube if anyone yeah. wants to watch it. Uh, Dino King. Uh, Marcellus, how about you? What did you pick? I picked the movie that uh, for some reason I loved as a kid. Uh, I watched it as an adult and was like, what the hell is wrong with me? But uh, it's called Looker, L-O-O-K-E-R. And it's written and directed by Michael Crichton, the guy that did Jurassic Park. Uh, It came out in 1981. It's a movie about... um, Looking at things. It's about about someone who just looks at something. It's It's really boring. (laughs) Two hours of a guy looking at the camera. That's it. Uh, it has to deal with uh, supermodels uh, that that are being murdered and uh, this weird the thing that I loved about it is this weird like sci-fi laser gun that was used to manipulate time but that was the thing that drew me in as a kid the movie itself is horrible and I can't wait for you guys to watch it awesome (laughs) well my pick is uh, (laughs) much like today's movie based on a video game it is also free on YouTube if you want to search it up but is DOA colon dead or alive based on the Tecmo fighting game. <laughs> also starring former WWE superstar Kevin Nash. Uh, yeah, it's it's hellishly bad. I cannot wait. I know Mark has already seen it, but I cannot wait for Aubrey to watch this. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm going to be really mad. You're going to you might quit the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I don't have to watch it on YouTube. I have like the special edition Blu-ray version of this, so I am psyched. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> but those are our picks, and then we'll be uh, on the fourth week. We'll be culminating with, like I said, a crossover with uh, Cult Forty Five podcast as we watch uh, something I've been desperately trying to get either us or them or someone else to watch for quite some time. One of the worst movies ever made, um, and I'm not going to reveal a title because I am struggling to find it. <laughs> for us to all watch that we don't have to pay for but uh so that might change but don't worry guys i have a very large back catalog of bad movies to pick from so oh yay <laughs> but this one is, is especially bad so but that is going to do it for episode number 296 of the so wizard podcast i've been your host joey DiCarlo, my co-host and the queen of all social distancing <laughs> aubrey litchfield it's been a fantastic six feet <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody, wash your hands. Have a great week. Wakanda forever. Put on your mask, put on your gloves. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey. <laughs>